Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long, Mindful May is for me about making sure we take care of the emotional parts of ourselves, especially as business owners and professionals, that we know that the stress of our lives and our work can definitely get in the way. And my guest today is going to talk about this, not only from you know that perspective, but especially if you're one of those listening, and I know there's a lot of you that are still nine to fivers, but you got a side gig or you're working on getting a side gig, and you really want to make that transition into your side gig, to your full-time dream. And so she's going to help us talk about it. So Vanessa Zami is a business expert, a keynote speaker, and a best-selling author. And she's dedicated to helping people, like I just described, full-time employees transition to entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, or maybe they could speak like I can't today, only one cup of coffee so far by building their business while employed, which is quite a juggle. And her consulting company is called Your Visions Catalyst. And she coaches and advises those nine to fivers, if there's anything like that anymore. I think it's all like (laughs) seven to seveners (laughs) on how to build a profit-producing, purpose-driven business without the, oh, and you've heard me use this word many times, the overwhelm. And she says, it's not hustling that's bad. It's how you're hustling that may need a fix. And she focuses on efficiency and effectiveness while helping you take care of your life while taking care of your your business as well. So Vanessa, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Michael. Yes, thanks for that intro. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it, and it does make me think, um, you know, maybe even a year ago, we would have said, you know, there's still kind of those nine to fivers, but boy, I tell you with the, with the transition into so many people working remotely, I know a lot of people have had that, that line blurred between, you know, work world and personal world. And if they're also trying to build a business at the same time, sometimes there's not left a lot left in the tank to keep you going. Yeah. It's like, where do you draw the line, right? Where do you draw the line between it's like, well, well now you would have been commuting from seven to nine, but do you work now? (laughs) And so, yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's definitely been, uh, you know, a problem. And unfortunately when you're, when you're trying to do your business now for me, when I, when, you know, COVID happens or when the transition happened, when it was like, oh, you know, not, I was like, oh, great, more time to work on my business, right? Like, you know, probably for those who already had their business, their side business going, it was like, wonderful, wonderful, just more time to work on the business, right? And, but for mm-hmm. some people, it was a, well, I guess I got to work on work even more now. Yeah. And yeah. I know that, you know, depending on the industry that you were in, maybe you had to do a little bit more like retail or apparel, but you had to do a little bit more work, a little more effort. And so you just felt like, this was different rules, right? Different rules Mm -hmm. um, that were being played. And unfortunately, it's not like work-life balance was like, you know, a good thing before COVID. (laughs) So, you know, it didn't really, I mean, in the beginning of COVID definitely didn't get any better, right? I think now that there's a transition um, where now people, and that's like we're over a year later, right? So now it's, you know, people are getting, employers are getting a little bit more of the hang of it, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And employees are speaking up and as well too. 
And so it's a two-way communication. And so I think that's definitely getting better. But yeah, this is, you know, it's really about how do you manage yourself? Because you can't control perhaps the, the policies at your employer. You can't control what's happening on the news. You can't control what's happening around. You can't control, you know, the, the family members knocking at your door randomly, but you can't control yourself. You can't control how it is that you are showing up for your business and for your goals and for your family and all the things that you got going on. Right. Absolutely. Well, you know, I had a couple of the highlights and I think that especially the things you just said really set the stage for what you do. So tell us a little bit more in depth about what you do and how you help your clients to shock their potential. Yes. So uh, the main way I help my clients is through a 12 month business mentorship program. So in this business mentorship program, I work with my clients, a select group of people, <laughs> I work with my clients one-on-one <laughs> essentially on a weekly basis. And the reason why originally it was like monthly, it was through a whole different phases, right? Originally it was monthly. Yeah. Then it was like, you know, like, oh, every, it was a whole situation. But the reason why I do the business mentorship program on a weekly one-on-one basis is because every week there's opportunity for an entrepreneur, especially the solopreneur phase, for you Mm -hmm. to decide you want to stop on your dream, for you to decide you want to pause. And I work with people who are working on um, getting them to grow their profit-producing, purpose-driven business. And the Mm purpose-driven business part is, at the end of it, what I always ask my clients in the beginning is, on a scale of one to 10, with 10 being the highest, how much do you want this? How much do you want this business, right? How much does this business connect to your legacy? How much does it connect to the generational wealth, the financial freedom that you're looking for? How much does it connect with, I get a lot of clients as well who are uh, mothers. And so it's like most of the time, essentially what they want to do, they want to set an example for their kids. And so it's how much does it, you know, does doing this business set an example for your kids? How much do you actually want this, right? And want to do this business. And then the profit producing part is a really also part and part that I want to put in there is because a lot of entrepreneurs, it's, you know, you don't quite, they're not aware of the numbers. Like, it's like, how much did you make last month? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, what? Um, but unfortunately, what's up happening is that because they're, entrepreneurship is a roller coaster, you're, you know, thinking that you're behind, but you're not really behind. You're actually progressing, but you don't realize that you're progressing because you're not focusing on the right metrics. You're not putting yourself in a space where you are acknowledging yourself. And that's part of the whole mindfulness, right? When it comes to mindfulness, mm-hmm. May, it's what are you yeah. paying attention to? What are you putting your mind towards? What are you actually mm-hmm. focusing on? And because you focus on the bad, then you're going to think about the bad, right? And then you won't feel too good about yourself and you won't feel too good about life for the world, right? But if you focus on the good, then that gives you an opportunity to see some light, right? And take the light in. And right before we start recording, I actually went outside today on this beautiful, I'm in Massachusetts. It's a beautiful, humid, cloudy day, right? But I was like, ooh, that sun is shining. So I went outside. (laughs) I went outside. I just stood there at the steps. I stood there at the steps and I just like, just breathe i just breathe in and breathe out and i just you know took in the took in the sun and you know the and just took in the, the clouds and people were probably driving by like why is this chick just staying out here on her step and i was like i don't care i'm just gonna breathe and yes yeah, so essentially it's just a matter of you know I, I choose to see the sun other people choose to see the clouds and when i work with my clients it's all about getting them to see the sun and getting them to realize that they're moving forward step by step in their business and that's why i do the the business mentorship intense and it's called yeah. the Hustle and Breathe Business Accelerator. <laughs> Who knew, right? Um, the Hustle yeah. and Breathe Business Accelerator. And so hustling and getting you to breathe at the same time so that mm-hmm. it's about, you know, fitting your business into your existing life, not necessarily stressing yourself out about getting your life to work with your business. So, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, it's so, uh, you're so right. Um, as you were talking about just even going out on your step and, you know, I'm in Philadelphia and today we're going to hit 75 degrees. So I think you're- Right, you're isn't it a great day in the East Coast today? <laughs> great day in the East Coast, it's amazing. And, you know, just the sunshine helps you lighten, but it's really interesting that I my office in my home is in my basement. So the only light I have that comes through those little, uh, you know, glass bricks back there. Yeah. And there are days like this week where I tape a month's worth of podcasts in one week. And there are days that when I come upstairs, you know, I like, I come down in the morning and it's dark and I come back up at the end of the day and it's dark. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't stop enough to mm. breathe. And just, you know, I, maybe I didn't put enough um, pauses in between, you know, uh, tapings and things. And so as I have been getting better and working differently, especially the last year, I'm trying to make sure to plan those things into my days more purposefully yeah, because yeah. otherwise, what am I doing? I could go be working myself to, you know, crazy for anybody else, but this is, you know, my dream as I continue to build it, I should enjoy it while I'm doing yes. it as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's about. It's about enjoying it, right? It's about enjoying the ride, right? The ride does not have to be stressful. And it takes us back to like a big myth, a big myth for when new entrepreneurs start. And part mm -hmm. of it is because there's a lot of it in the web is that, you know, you got to burn the midnight oil, like 3 a.m. <laughs> you got to like go at it. Otherwise you're not committed, uh, right? And it's just it's this whole like, you know, hustle harder goal. But it's sort of the things where it's like hustle, hustle, hustle. And unfortunately what's up happening is that you're, you're just busy. And you're not moving right. forward. A lot of new entrepreneurs, you're just busy, but you're not moving forward. You're jogging, you're sweating, you want, mm -hmm. you're dehydrated, but you didn't go anywhere. You're jogging in place. You're on the treadmill. Like you might as well be on the treadmill. Like you, <laughs> like you didn't go anywhere, right? You didn't make it from San Francisco to like New York. You didn't make it to Philadelphia to Boston, right? You're just jogging right. in place in the same place that you were in. And unfortunately, that then doesn't help the new entrepreneur because yeah. then they feel like they're in the same place. They realize they're in the same place, but they're like, I don't get it. I'm like staying up till 3 a.m. Like this should be yeah. working. And it's not necessarily, because it's not necessarily, you know, how you're doing it. It's, so most of the time, it's just what you're doing and how you're doing it, right? Because someone yeah. could stay up until 10 p.m., get their eight hours of sleep. And, you know, they got done, you know, they, they messaged 50 people. They had like 10 calls. They recorded 10 episodes. Whereas someone else, they stay up until 3 a.m. They sat there mm -hmm. thinking and taking notes and researching and Googling and doing absolutely nothing, right? And so yeah. they, they got distracted by the scroll of their feed, right? And I know when I was building my business, I was doing it while doing my day job this is pre-COVID, right? So I was commuting my two hours. And I was in California at the time. Oh. And essentially, you know, I was I was doing that. I still got my seven to nine hours of sleep a night. I got my seven to nine hours of sleep a night because I knew that if I did not get that sleep, I'll be in that cubicle yep. falling asleep. So yeah. I made sure yeah. that I got my sleep. And, you know, at the same time, I was writing a best-selling book. At the same time, was like running and lost like 30 pounds. And at the same time, you know, got promoted at my day job and got a six-figure salary and put that back into my business and all that stuff mm -hmm. happened. And the thing is, it's a matter of ensuring that you're working efficiently, working on the right things and focusing on the right things for your business. And that's what I get my clients to do. I know I had one client where a couple of months ago, she, you know, I remember this, this call we had, she was like, we hadn't ch chatted in like a month, right? Cause she was avoiding me the entire month. And I was like, did I say something? <laughs> what happened? Did I say like, what's something I said? Was it like, is she okay? Did she get the COVID? Like, is she okay? Like, I don't get it. And so then we finally get on the phone and it's the end of the month. And, you know, I, I have my clients do like a, a monthly update report 
she's like, Vanessa, I didn't do anything. I didn't market my yeah. business at all. I, you know, just been, you know, I'm just going to wrap up these clients that I have now. Like she's a digital marketing consultant. So I'm just going to wrap up these clients I have now. Like, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, I don't, I don't really need to do the business. And she's a, she's a mother of two kids and she's doing the business. Mm-hmm. She actually named her business after her two, her two young girls mm-hmm. and she's virtual homeschooling. And, you know, oh, yeah. and she's just like, Oh, like, I just can't, you know, Oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. Blah, blah, blah. And then literally, and then like literally three and a half months later, we get, we, we hop on the phone. So during that whole conversation, we had a whole situation where, you know, a lot of what she was facing was imposter syndrome. Right. And that factors into the mental health entrepreneurs. It's like feeling like you don't deserve it. Like, you know, because mm-hmm. essentially what happens at the beginning of that month that she was avoiding it, at the beginning of that month, exactly. she ended up having, we had a whole strategy where, you know, I guided her towards getting her, you know, working with the leads that she had and getting her clients. So she had, ended up having someone buy her largest package. And that's why at the beginning of the month, and then she spent the entire month just not marketing, like saying, "Oh, I don't want to do this business; it's so overwhelming." Because there's also the the comfort of feeling small, the comfort of staying small in her business. Oh yeah. And oh, so yeah. she was doing that, and we got her, you know, flipped it all around. So she flipped it all around. The next month, she ended up getting a business owner, you know, real business owner client. She elevated her prices, um, and then two. Literally, it was let's see, end of November, and then it was we connected again, like beginning of February, right? So it was like, especially three months later, we connect again, and she's saying a whole bunch of we've been connecting ever since as well, too, in between. But I remember the conversation we had that that specific day in early February, and she was just like, Thank you, thank you, thank you. And it was just like so interesting to see, you know, now she has a team and she's yeah. getting the team together, and she, you know, is you know, so much closer to quitting her day job. She's almost there, she's almost there, but now we got to get through the next, the next level of keeping ourselves small again um, is what we had to get through. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah. essentially at the end of the day, it's, you know, you are moving forward. You got to focus on the positive. You got to realize the good, right? You got to realize that, yes, you can focus on, oh, someone bought my largest package. This is so much work, OMG. Or you can focus on, oh my gosh, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I do deserve this. I am worthy. Let me keep moving forward in this, right? And having the support and someone to back you up and be like, you got this. Because there's only so much that your own mind can go. Um, but yeah, but that is a lot of just what I do with my clients and getting them through that because it's, you got to focus on the, it's optimistic realism. It's what I practice. And so what I, yeah. I like it. I like it. And, you know, it made me think of something, you know, I'm, I've been a serial entrepreneur. I've owned several businesses. And before this one, before starting this one, I had kind of gotten lured back into corporate America and mm. had the, really the biggest positions of my career as a VP of sales and responsible for hundreds and hundreds of people and hundreds of millions of dollars. And when I um, transitioned to, to start this business, to start Shock Your Potential, I first, you know, I was, I was thinking too small because I was just like, well, I'm just going to speak and train and continue to write books. And then I was like, no, there's more I want to do with this. And I was having kind of a mastermind group with two people that I really, really respect. And we were having a retreat, you know, this was several years ago. And, you know, I all of a sudden looked at these guys and I said, I don't know how to describe myself anymore. And they're like, what? And I said, because if you would have asked me a year ago, I'd say, I'm a, you know, well, what do you do? I'm a vice president of sales. I am mm. a this, I am that. And so much of my persona, those, you know, however many years was locked up in that title and that position and that role that I didn't know how to say I'm a business owner. You know, I didn't know how to say the right words to transition to like, I motivate people to be better in leadership and sales. You know, I, I, I have, I have those pieces now, but you know, I think for when you're working with people that have one foot still in the working world, 
and they're trying to make that uh, and I can see the imposter syndrome coming up there, but also, you know, in the back of everybody's heads is, you know, what if I don't make it? What if I, you know, what if I fail? What if I don't have what I know I have now? And if I do, who am I then? And and there's, there's a lot of emotional things that people go through in this transition. They do. They do. And, you know, it's the fear of failure and also the fear of success comes in. Yeah. Um, and I always, I always so I put my, I'll put my, also my two fingers up it's like you're kind of like teeter-tottering you're just teeter-tottering um in between you're like you know you're in chapter three and then you're stepping into chapter four but you're still and then like at the end of chapter three and so it's like this weird stage of you know when do you decide to go to chapter four what does chapter four look like and and the things that change changes uncomfortable changes uncomfortable and unfortunately when people reach that state of being uncomfortable it's very easy to just turn around Right. It's mm-hmm. like you, you know, you turn the corner, you see a dark alley. No, thank you. I'm OK. Right. And most people think that it's a dark alley. And so they turn away. And the thing is that it's not a dark alley. Right. It is oh, an alley that you need to be on. It's a path that you that you were meant to be on. Right. And it is. And that's why I always work with I have that purpose driven part. Right. It's the purpose driven part. There's a lot of entrepreneurs who are just working on businesses to just get rich quick. They're trying to get rich yeah. quick. That's really what they're doing, right? And that's different than, you know, what, what you probably see, Michael, right, with Shocker Potential. It's different, right? It's different than yeah. the company I'm doing. You're just callous. It's not just a, a get rich quick, right? Because entrepreneurship is a marathon. Or I'll say mm-hmm. entrepreneurship is a marathon, right? And so I, I, I did like track and field way back when. But essentially, so I'm always like running, but essentially it's entrepreneurship is a marathon, right? It's not a sprint. It's not a, you know, 30 seconds is done. It is a marathon. And, you know, you may have, it might rain in between this mm-hmm. marathon. A bear might come in the way. Like you might have someone <laughs> decide they want to try to trip you. Like it's a marathon. And you just got to realize that, you got to decide, you know, is this business worth it for you to keep moving forward when those things happen, right? And the thing is that you can run a marathon and struggle and look around for your next glass of water every two seconds, or you can run the marathon calmly like, oh, a bear, hey, bear, la, 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 like, you know, and you, you decide, right? You get to decide that. And so, yeah. That's so funny. I'll, before we take a break, I'll, ta- I'll tell you a quick, funny story. I, I've done one marathon in my life. I say that I didn't run it, but I did complete it because I did a lot of walking, but all I was right, doing right. other runs along the way. So I was doing like a 10 mile run and a 15 mile run, you know, mm-hmm. to, to prep. And on the 15 mile run, so 25K, it was around our uh, where my family's lake cabin was. And so it's all, you know, woods and everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, I got left by everybody, you know, like they are, you know, I don't know, there's probably only 500 people that ran this race, you know, and they are all gone. And I know I'm going to be the last one to cross the finish line. And so I'm walking at this one point in time at around one of the corners. And here is a giant deer just crossing the road, just looking at me like, hey, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> God, it wasn't a bear, but I was like, hey, that's a really big Deer. I should be careful of that thing. <laughs> Probably shouldn't run up to it. Like maybe I just run like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But I love but also like what you illustrate though, you ran your own race, right? And you were okay with that. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs there, you know, they're also competing with other people and they're looking at the, the feeds that they have. And there's also that's just adding to the mental yeah. stress and that's just adding to the mental overwhelm that they're facing is that you are just comparing you're like, I'm behind. Behind who? Like, you know, mm-hmm. and then they it's your own race, right? And the fact that you still completed it. You yeah. still complete the race. That's what you got to, you got to, it's a matter of, do you want to complete the race? Then complete the race, right? And complete it the way that you can complete it, right? They complete it the way that you want to complete it. But yeah. don't sit there and say, oh, everyone else is ahead of me. Let me stop the race, right? And just, just keep moving forward, so. I did have to say that when I did the marathon, uh, I 
I was also, again, like at the halfway point, you know, the 13, whatever, Mm 13.2 or whatever, um, 13.1, I don't know, whatever it is, halfway. And I'm, again, I'm walking, I was in Portland, Oregon. I'm walking on this stretch of road where there's nobody else because I was in like the last group of runners and then the walkers hadn't caught up to me yet, you know, obviously, Ah. luckily, (laughs) because I at least ran the first three miles without stopping. So I was in this space where I was all alone. And out of nowhere, this man comes running by me, pushing a stroller with like a five and a, you know, seven year old. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all right, I kind of suck, but that's okay. You keep doing it. You keep doing you. I'm going to keep doing me. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You were ahead of the walkers. You were ahead of the walkers. Not the guy with the stroller with, you know, 200 pounds of kids. But, well, Vanessa, we're going to take a quick, quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsor and we'll be right back. Top Dog Learning Group, LLC, is a leadership change management and diversity inclusion consulting firm based in Orlando, Florida. But with top doggers, aka consultants, throughout North America and beyond. They focus on training programs, both virtual and face-to-face, keynotes and lunch and learns, group and one-on-one coaching, and off-the-shelf solutions. One such solution is their masterclass on the top three strategies to be resilient in times of change. This thoughtful self-paced online training will guide you through three tactics you can use immediately, not just to survive, but to thrive when change comes at you. Use the code RESIL50OFF for 50% off the program. Just go to bit.ly forward slash 3A5MLS6 and enter the code RESIL50OFF in all capitals to redeem your 50% off coupon. The link and code will be available in our show notes as well for easy access. Learn more today at topdoglearning.learningworlds.com. And we are back with Vanessa Zami. And I, I love... I love your um, enthusiasm for what you do with people because I, I do think that the biggest challenge in entrepreneurship is truly um, keeping your head in the right area. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, it can be, it's easy to want to quit. It's easy yeah. to doubt yourself. You know, you don't have, I was telling my husband last night, um, we went out and, and got some dinner and I said, you know, um, I am at that point again where I need, like, I, we don't discuss a lot of the business stuff together. Cause I'm like, I don't want to mix that, you know, part yeah. of our relationship up, but yeah. I am the point now where I need somebody again. Cause you know, it gets lonely when you don't have, you know, someone in your corner. And I think it's really important what you're doing, helping people keep that energy behind them. Because as I'm thinking to the point, you know, of, of the client you were talking about who, you know, kind of was avoiding you, you know, even by her saying, look, uh, yeah, I've been avoiding you, you know, here's where I'm facing. I'm thinking I don't want to do it. I mean, yeah. that she knew by just saying that out loud that you were either going to validate her and say, yep, sure. Give it up. Which she p- knew you weren't, or she knew that she, you were going to kick her in the pants, which is why she didn't call you earlier is because yeah. she needed to get to the point where she could actually say it out loud and move forward instead of just letting those thoughts stick in her head. That is true. That is true. And when she said it, she got a kick in the pants. She's like, oh my God, I feel so motivated. Oh, love it. Love it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and it was great. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, entrepreneurship is 80% mindset, 20%, you know, actually taking action and taking strategy, mm-hmm. right? But it comes down to the 80% mindset. And that is what I, that's really why a lot of entrepreneurs fail. 
it's the mindset. Yeah. It's not because, you know, building up, building a business is marketing and sales. Like there's no, there's no like secret formula for this. I know there are a lot of people like, they like the number one secret, the number one mistake. And then you listen to the mistake and you're like, it's the same mistake that someone else just told me like yeah, last exactly. month, right? Like it's, it's all the same thing. It's just, maybe they're saying it differently. Maybe they're saying a different analogy. Maybe you're listening to it at a different time when you're ready to hear it. Right. Yeah. But it's all the same thing, right? They're like, it's not like billionaires have a different, you know, toolkit. Like they're, it's the same focus, mm-hmm. be consistent, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And yeah. so the rules of it, the 20% of it, those rules are not necessarily different, right? It's how you are applying those rules and how you are taking action and how are you, you know, what conversations are you having? Who do you have around you, right? When things come up, cause they will come up, right? What are you doing? Are you sitting there staying in bed frustrated? Are you going outside on your steps, taking a breath? Are you, you know, calling up your best friend um, who is all about who's supporting you or are you calling your best friend who doesn't support you, right? <laughs> like that's what, you know? And so it's just a matter of how are you making yourself deal with that, right? And I with my clients, I go through in the beginning of our conversations, I'll say like, what are your non-negotiables? I go through the whole like time strategy thing with them. And the first part is what are your non-negotiables? What is it that you need to feel good about yourself? Whether you have to do it every day, every week or every month, or what do you need to feel good about yourself? Is that the hair appointment every month? Is that, you know, dinner with the kids at 6 p.m. every <laughs> <Definitely>. night? Yeah. <laughs> looking good looking good (laughs) yes is that you know is that the dinner with the kids at 6 p.m every night is that you know um the meditation that you want to do at five minutes every morning is that yoga do you need to do a retreat every year do you need Mm. to you know but what is it that needs to happen for you to feel good about yourself every day or every week or every month so that you know no matter what happens you still feel good about yourself right you still feel like you got you got some you accomplished something right and then everything else is just like toppings little ice cream toppings so yes yeah I think that's really important is um, because a lot of people think that they're also going to leave their nine to five job and being an entrepreneur is magically going to give you things. Yes. You know, oh, like my <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Magically, I'll be able to sleep in till noon every day, have coffee, looking out the window. I can do it all in my pajamas. And by four o'clock, I can be having martinis. Yeah. It doesn't really work that way. I mean, it, it could work right? that it, way. It will. Yes, exactly. It will. And it can, but at the end of the day, it's, you had to get it to a place where it does. Right. And that's why I'm always a proponent of people, you know, doing your business while doing your day job, because it's not this, I quit my job. I put the two week notice and then voila, right. six figures comes to me the next day. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> like that is not how it works. And unfortunately, you know, there's all this stuff that's like six figures in six days, seven figures in like two days. And it's like, okay, but they don't tell you is that they probably spent like years building a following. They use their friends list that have 100,000 people. They, you know, this is their fifth business that they're working on, right? And so that's what they don't tell you. And so unfortunately, a lot of entrepreneurs are out there like, get rich quick. They all, they're all in this like mindset of like, get rich quick. I'm gonna do this business. It's gonna, my savings last me like a month. I just need a month. And that, there you go. It's all gonna work, right? And no, that's that's just not how it works. No, (laughs) like it's not that. It's really not. It's really not. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. Um, I love following uh, John Lee Dumas and Entrepreneurs on Fire. And actually, I'm going to be a guest um, here very shortly. And But one of the things I love about what he does is he um, shows on his website exactly how much his business from the podcast is bringing in every month. And that's from affiliate relationships and, and, you know, sponsorship and, you know, sales of his products and all that. But it's really, I think, intriguing because when I first listened to him and he's like, look, the reason I put this out here is that I, you know, 
it's easy for me to say, look, I, you know, I'm pulling in a couple million dollars a year Mm -hmm. and you can believe me or not, but let me show you how I'm doing it. And I will break it down, you know? So it's the transparency of it, I think is great because it's just like, you know, I, I, I interview, you know, people that are leaders all the time and every once in a while I'll get somebody and I'll be interviewing them and I'll think, wait, have you actually ever led a team? And when I have somebody who wants to, you know, talk about leadership, but they never led a team, I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's just not right to me, but you want to teach me how to be a leader and you haven't led a team. Same thing with somebody who says, I'm going to teach, you know, you're going to make a million right now, but you've never made a million. When you have lived and walked the path of trying to do the full-time and move into the, the, the side hustle to the full-time gig, that's a painful process to go through your knowledge and experience in that is really something that people can um, not only learn from, but realize that, you know, you're not just trying to teach this out of the blue. You walked that line and, and teeter-tottered, like you said, <laughs> between those two worlds until you were able to make that jump. And that's not an easy thing. It's not, it's not indeed. And it really, it's a lot of like, and things that you, you'll have moments where you're just like, oh my God, I hate my boss. And then, then, you know, you get a promotion and then, and then you're like, man, if I just had more time, then you decide to quit the job. And then it's just like, oh, but wait, but wait, they give me this nice, cool project. Maybe I can do this project. And then you're like, oh, it's just like a whole, it's a whole back and forth. 10 years of your life is gone. And you're like, what (laughs) am I doing? Yes. Yes. It's a whole thing. But that's the point in time where you said you had to decide, you know what? And eventually for one of my, one of my clients, it was a point in time where, you know, she, the, the doing the day job was actually keeping her from saying yes to clients because mm-hmm. of, you know, she was getting, she was getting so much, she's getting so many referrals, she's getting so many referrals, but then she had to like put two of them on a, on the back burner. And I was like, okay, once I heard that, I was like, okay, we got to talk about this, this timeline to quit, right? You got to talk about the timeline to quit, you know, speak to your husband, figure out a number, but we got to talk about that timeline because there's no, like there's, there's not, you know, let me not take these clients. So I can keep working this day job that I don't want to do. Right. It's at some right. point you have to, you have to figure out the priorities and that's the shift. At some point you become, you, you shift the, the side business becomes the, the main gig and yeah. then the day job becomes the side business. That's right. As when you have, yeah, there, there's yeah. gotta be a time when you, otherwise then it gets back to your initial question. I think that, you know, you were talking about with people like, you know, what is your motivation for this? You know, because yeah. if your motivation is really to have the freedom of being an entrepreneur, you're keeping yourself from it at that point in time. Yes, exactly. 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 Yeah. Vanessa, you um, have great information and energy. I can see why people uh, gravitate towards you. So I know we'll have all your contact information on the show notes, but in case somebody wants to look you up right now, cause they're like, I think this woman is the woman I need to get me motivated. How, <laughs> what's the best way for them to find you? Best way to find me is I'm on Facebook. Yes. Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, Facebook is my main platform, but Facebook and LinkedIn, just search my name, Vanessa Zami. You'll find no one else like me. Trust me. So you just type it in there. It'll pop up. <laughs> Vanessa Zami. <laughs> I love it. Well, Vanessa, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? I would say for those who maybe maybe you're listening and you haven't quite, so you're still in the idea phase, right? Maybe you haven't quite jumped into even starting the business. What I would say to you is just, just do it. You know, the Nike says, just do it. <laughs> and honestly, just go forth and do it. And, you know, the worst that happens, but don't do it by quitting your day job. Do it yeah. while still having your day job, you know, and take the step and take the leap and make an announcement. You know, at the end of the day, but you could, the alternative option, the alternative option is 20 years from now, you look back 
and you're just like, I shoulda, coulda, woulda. And that is, you know, the mission of Your Business Catalyst is I'm all about equipping and empowering ambitious solopreneurs to keep moving forward in their business, in their dreams, so that when that fateful day comes, because we all gonna die one day, right? When that fateful day comes, they can say that they live their life without any shoulda, coulda, or wouldas. And that's what it's all about, getting you to be, live in the happiness that you deserve and the happiness that truly belongs to you. I love it. Vanessa, thank you so much. You've been a great guest. I have enjoyed having you on. My pleasure. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.